This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Geno Smith will drop deep. He'll pump. He'll take it. Lost the football. Knocked out by one. Recovered by Devin Bush, who circles the right way. He almost lost the ball, but he's got it at the 16. And the Smith fumble forced by the defensive star, T.J. Watt. Boswell from 37 for the win. And the Pittsburgh Steelers win in overtime. Welcome on in. Beck QL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth on a Monday morning. A ton of NFL to get to. Mike Lombardi joins us in an hour. Ryan McDonough, our Odyssey NBA insider later in the show. The NBA season starts tomorrow. We will make some time for that over the next couple of days. The baseball playoffs in full swing. There's a new favorite to win the World Series. But we start with the football we heard it, Geno Smith, last night. Fumbles, Seahawks lose. It caps a day of favorites coming through for victories. And the 1 o'clock window was almost all favorites. In fact, it was all favorites. What a crazy day. A lot of blowouts yesterday. If you're on the dogs, not a very good day yesterday, except for a couple in London. And then uh, one I know Joe and Paul were all over in their contest. L- let's start with um, just some just big-picture thoughts and how, how yesterday went for everyone. Joe, I know you and Paul have finalized the contest picks, and it was a good week, four and one, and uh, and the show survived. We got through with the Chiefs over the Washington football team. When the public dominates and you have all of these favorites coming in, you mentioned that early time slot. We can't stress that enough. 7-0 ATS, that probably is not going to happen the rest of the year, where we have uh, the, the big early time slot and every favorite gets home. Uh, when there's a week like that and just – for the contest and overall for the week, we did very good as a show. And some of the ones that we debated that almost made the cut, like Minnesota also got home. So I, I felt that as a show, we read the card pretty well. But um, when it's all favorites and I walk away with a good week, I feel like I stole something because that's not what usually happens. And back back this up now to last week. This is two consecutive weeks that the books have been dominated. We'll talk about it um, all week long as we get ready for week number seven. We still have Monday night football to go. But now with back-to-back weeks of the public killing it, what's happened is all of these lines are inflated. We have four double-digit spreads for next week. Lines that were seven are now ten. So if you're thinking, oh, I'm going to keep riding these favorites, well, your ass is going to get bit pretty soon, so be careful. Yeah, it was, I mean, that's true. And, and we kind of saw this coming. We, we said it week three, week four, you know, as the, as the dogs kept winning, we kept saying, Aaron, there's going to be a week where it flips around and it's going to, it's going to feel yeah. easy to win. And this was that week. I mean, really, I mean, in, unless you just run an island with a game, most of the games, most of the favorites 
that was the right side this week. This week was actually a pretty easy week other than a few to pick out. And that it was happen. a great, great week for those money line parlays that I love because you throw a few favorites in and those came home easily. But <clears throat> several double digit um, spreads here. Like, I think there's just some discrepancy that we're seeing. Some ter- some really good teams separating themselves from some really bad teams. Um, so this is, you know, taking a look at the board, it's kind of exciting, you know, what's going to happen uh, this coming week, as Joe O was pointing out, you know, because you don't want to get burned if you keep taking these favorites. But the public did have a good weekend, i.e. me. So I'm <laughs> happy with the money line parlays that I had and the teaser that I had. Um, but I'm excited to see what happens this week. Uh, it's getting fun. And how about the Cardinals, Joe? Oh, we're going to put some respect on their name now. <laughs> no, well, they finally, I mean, well, they finally we, make the Browns are missing. Five. Listen, I, I'll put some respect on them. It doesn't mean they're going to be number one in my power rankings because I just truly don't believe they're the best team in football. But yeah, I mean, the Browns are missing their top running back, which is their best weapon on offense. They're missing both starting tackles. And have fun but but kyler murray a little banged up didn't have his head coach didn't have his play caller they go in they get a dominating impressive win do you think do you think the cardinals are the best team in football i don't no no but i just you guys agree about putting some respect (laughs) and we're just we're just waiting for you to finally put them in the top five that's all I was like i hope there's a whole segment on the cardinals they were number i was praying for it I think I, I, I think know, you guys I know. have them like they were in your top five. Off. We're just kidding. We're just we're just I, kidding. I'm just teasing too. It's just fun. Uh, Survivor sucks this year, so far. I mean, it's six weeks. It's going to get more challenging once everybody starts using the top ten teams. We advance once again because everybody in the world advanced. I'm looking at my uh, Survivor pool right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The eight most popular picks all won. It will be nine most popular if the Bills get a victory tonight <laughs> so i have a feeling on survivor what's going to happen just, just kind of based on what you're saying like all these people are left it, one of these weeks and i'll just look forward to next week the arizona cardinals are hosting the texans next week i i know we haven't taken the text the cardinals in our survivor something like that's going to knock out 90 percent of the pools left and I, you're going to wake up one day in like week 10 or 11 it's like wait there's five people left like that that's what's going to happen in one of these pools i hope it's not to me but or us but that might happen I keep How saying success- that, but I'm wrong every time <laughs> because I'm, I was waiting for one of those big upsets to happen yesterday. Right. None of them were even close. I will say the Chiefs felt dicey. Like I was mm-hmm. not comfortable with the Chiefs at halftime. I, I was going to text you guys like, oh, my gosh, what's yeah. happening? Um, but how was the pool? Like how many people got knocked out? What, what was the team or did everyone move on? Um. I mean, unless you got really cute with uh, who? Who would you get cute with? Maybe you think I'm trying to think of who who would be picked yesterday that lost. Because there's so many options that won. maybe so, someone went Miami because Tua came back because Jacksonville hadn't won in, in a year and a half and then they got knocked out. But that's just ridiculous if you if you took Miami. So my my I have mine in front of me with the results. Uh, let's see. No, I was wrong. I was looking at another poll. The the seven most popular all advance. Okay, uh, three people were knocked out of mine. One took Detroit. One took Detroit. Two didn't get their picks in. 
So it's the oh, Lions or, or absentee ballots. Fighting like kneecaps? Ballots. That was a long shot. Maybe they were drunk when they put that pick in. Boy, wow. I mean, you're, you're asking to lose. I mean, they haven't won a game all year. You're asking to lose. All you have to do is enter your picks. All you have to do is enter your picks so far this year, and you're good. That's it. Yes. So speaking of Aaron was talking about haves and have-nots, and we'll hit some of the, the games that really set out the most to us to start the show today. But – the NFC is the haves and have-nots. How about this? Cards, Cowboys, Packers, Bucks, Rams. Five best teams in the NFC. You can line them up any way you want. Cardinals, Cowboys, Packers, Bucks, Rams. They went 5-0 and this week. They won by an average of 14 points each. An average of 14. Like, those five teams are separating from the rest of the NFC. I mean, two other yeah. poor souls have to go to the playoffs in that conference and get beat up by those teams. But those are it. I mean, those, those are the five best teams in the NFC right now. Let's start with the Cowboys. That game... Okay. So let's hear it because I, I actually, I did pretty well yesterday, except that was on the Patriots. I, I had the bad beat. I was on the Patriots plus three and a half. Yeah. I just thought it was the right side of that game. I still feel I it was too. the right side. But at the end, Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb made one play and, and uh, that broke me. Play fake. Boot to the right. Looking down the field. Lamb. Ten. Five. Victory. Cowboys win. The Ghosts. It's a good call there. <laughs> Cowboys win. Dak to CD Lamb in overtime. In a, in a day yesterday, Joe, where there were not many truly entertaining games, you know, that you're really locked in on. It's more just like blowouts. That was a great football game. Mac Jones throws a pick. How about Diggs? I mean, this guy has seven okay. interceptions. He's returned multiple for scores. He takes it back, but then here come the Patriots again. It gets to overtime. Coaching decisions were involved there. In the end, they couldn't stop Dak. I mean, I know we'll talk, we can talk about all the, how that game happened that way. No one has ever put up that many yards on Bill Belichick, ever. I mean, just think about that. I know the game's different than it was 20 years ago, but um, back-to-back weeks, a rookie quarterback yeah. in the third round last week, and now it's an elite quarterback. I I understand why you feel that you are on the right side. And my first reaction, watching the the final result there in overtime. It's like, man, if you got the dog, you're covering all game, you get mm-hmm. it to overtime, and then you still can't cover because it's a touchdown and not a field goal, that's rough. That's rough. I will say, after taking a deeper dive into the game and looking at the box score and the yardage, Dallas was the right side. Mm-hmm. It, and Dak was the right side. Yeah. D- Dak was the right side. Dallas was the right side because the yardage was 567 to three. 35 they ran 82 plays compared to 48 on the new england side but hey it's easy for me to say that after the mac jones pick six i I was all set to say you know i love this dallas team i've been consistent on that for most of the year uh the only thing holding them back was mccarthy and it looked like he was holding them back and Diggs saved his back bailed him out again absolutely bailed him out so yeah i mean i i don't I don't want to go too far, but New England here, geez. And at the end of the day, the only teams they've beaten are the Jets and the Texans. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, but they are just so close. I feel like they are right there, and they're that team that I just – I think it's because of my trust in Bill Belichick that I keep thinking, like, he's going to get this team clicking on all cylinders and things are going to start moving. And then I was like, oh, man, they fell short. And if it wasn't for McCarthy messing things up, <laughs> who knows what that score would have been. I mean, just the lack of uh, consistency when deciding to go for it and McCarthy was getting killed on Twitter. I was enjoying all the all those comments. <laughs> as he as he should have been. By the way, Trayvon Diggs right now, he's your favorite for the defensive player of the year. Uh some books they uh they adjust those live during the games and it was fascinating. <laughs> I I had checked right after uh his touchdown and he was not the favorite, he was the second favorite and then he people just started hammering. Bet him to be the favorite. Next play he gives up a huge touchdown, and then the number dropped a little bit. But last I checked, he's still the favorite. I mean, it's it's Diggs. Was it six interceptions now or six in a row? Seven, one in every game. Yeah, and right. the first player in the history of football to have seven in the first six games and two of them returned for scores. Like, we've never seen anyone do this. So the battle right now, one-third of the way through the season, is do you go Diggs with all these picks? I think yes. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's Diggs, and it's Garrett with eight sacks. I mean, he's on pace for 24. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the that's the battle right now for Defensive Player of the Year. That's going to be a, an intriguing one to watch. And stupid me, oh, the value's all gone at 20 to 1 and 15 to 1 a few weeks ago. You'd love to have that ticket right now. Of course you would. Um, at the way he's playing and the plays yeah. he's making. So the Cowboys continue to stay undefeated against the spread. They win. The other big one, and Aaron, you you were talking about this game during the week and how excited you were for it. It didn't live up to the hype of being a great game, but it was one side that dominated. And I see you have your Lamar Jackson pretty good for a running back sweatshirt on. Yeah, he's pretty good for a running back. And that Ravens team, you know, they they're lost the real. first game. Right? They lost the, yeah. the, to the Raiders. And we're like, ah, oh, yeah, they're banged up. They have all these injuries. You know what? John Harbaugh is an incredible coach. I mean, incredible. They're they're five and one. They just I was gonna joke. I did, he's like the one I did not take for coach of the year. But <laughs> I mean, I have too many, so I'm not grabbing another one. But if you are interested, I don't know what the odds are because I can't see him in Virginia. But I would think uh, there's got to be some value there. I don't know, um, you know, where he what he's at, what the odds are, but um, the Chargers just looked like, it seemed like Brandon Staley didn't get them ready to play. I mean, the Rams go over to New York and they looked like they got off the plane. Sean McVay had his team ready to go, but not the other LA team. I don't know what was going on in Baltimore. I was disappointed. Um, I know, I think, wasn't the sharp money on the Chargers in that one? I, I stayed away from it. I was I, interested. The the public was all over the Chargers. Public oh, really? Dog, okay. Stay far away. Like that. Yeah. I should have bet the other side, but I, I didn't. At two and a half, it was enticing. But when the when the public is just okay, let's think about the the underdogs. The public was on. The public was on the Chargers. Was the public on the Texans? It felt like the public was on the Texans by the end of the week. I'd have to check in with a bookmaker. Texans got rolled. 
I mean, I heard people talking up the Lions. Oh, they keep fighting. They're so close. They can take out Joe Burrow. What happened? I mean, Joe Burrow's sitting at the end of the game. We'll get to that one. When you hear the public talking up an underdog, when you hear it too much, go stay away. Go you don't the have other to way. You don't have to go the other way, but I, I just want to stay away from that game. So I thought I had yeah. watching. Brandon Staley went for it early in his own territory. didn't get it on fourth down. When you back these coaches that are very aggressive, once in a while, they're going to have a bad day. Like Once in a while, they're going to go for it on early fourth downs or in their own territory, and then the game could snowball. Like you, you There is that other side to aggression when, with a coach. Like I, I like it, right? It, 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 for the most part, it's going to help you win games. But there's also going to be those days – it doesn't work, and you're playing a good team, and you're giving them short fields, and then they just roll you, and you're like, all right, didn't work today. Yeah, that's exactly what happened here. I mean, it, the fourth down conversion rate just was not going to continue. Yeah. They were going to have the bad day, and the bad day happened. It all happened in mm -hmm. one day. And maybe if you're a Chargers fan, you feel pretty good about that. Because, okay, get these out of the way a little bit. I know that's not quite how it works. Uh, but, yeah, so what were on third and fourth down – they had a lot, a lot of their issues. Okay, they were three for 12 on third down, one for four on fourth down. And the announcers were kind of going after Staley. Oh, I don't know about this. Deep in your own end, third quarter. That was the right call. You're down 24 to six. You got to get something going. You got to extend a drive. Wait, wait, do we wait? We're, we're down a few scores until the fourth quarter to get going. Now, I will say that the Ravens' pass defense is nothing great. And Herbert did not pass for 200 yards. Chargers are terrible against the run again. That's what it's going to be every single week. Yeah, Herbert pressured on 33 of 42 dropbacks. Ravens pass rush was for real yesterday. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, it's Beck UL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sports. We've got a lot of NFL to continue to dive into next. Reacting to week number six, Mike Lombardi next hour right here on the Beck UL Network.